0: Your band sounds great, but how does it look? No one knows if you're in the dark. Light up your gigs with Chauvet DJ. Chauvet DJ is the brand of affordable and easy-to-use entertainment lighting that can help your band rise above the competition with great-looking and dynamic visual stage looks. From pack-and-go lighting systems that set up and tear down in seconds to Bluetooth-enabled lighting with the touch of a button or the step of a foot pedal, Chauvet DJ has your gig lighting covered. You rock the gig, Chauvet DJ will make sure the crowd sees you do it. Rock in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ. Learn more at ChauvetDJ.com. What's up, PR managers? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to
1: rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, Dan Ray. Hey, new bumper music. Yeah. I,
0: um, a long, long time ago, I can still remember when the music used to. Anyway. um, January made shiver? Yeah. At, at one point, um, I was in a, I was in a punk band and there was a, there was a part of a song where I played that little riff on bass and I was like, if I put that thing together, I think that would be a really nice little bumper for use. So um, my uh, my wife was in Puerto Rico all week. So I was like, "All right." Oh, so that's original. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote, recorded, and performed, and Dude. engineered, and produced, and mastered it,
1: and shared, and listened to it later yeah. on your vanity list of the episode. You did yes. everything. You did everything. You did it
0: all. I did most things. I was going to do like a like a like eighties metal like yeah but uh i figured that the uh guitar kind of filled that space it
1: does really well it does really well so new bumper music it's not the i mean it's
0: not the other one which is another one that i made but it was more like i put a bunch of loops together that it, with an asymmetrical drum beat because i thought it was interesting yeah and now you're all caught up on what's been going on Ooh, bumper music what up bumper so- music so, um, you've been, uh, you've been traveling, yes. I
1: have been traveling for work, um, for work, yes. Um, I've been in uh, Knoxville. Who, the Sunshine State? Yeah, uh, the Volunteer <laughs> State. I don't know about Sunshine. There's there yeah. was some while I was there.
0: That was a, that was some, um, what was that? Was that old school? I was thinking Wedding Crashers, but yeah, it was old school. He was drunk. I yeah. She was in K- Colorado, and she was like, "Ah, it's Sunshine State." Anyway, it's yeah. not as funny
1: when you have to explain it. I guess not. Anyway, that's where I was, and I was not doing music, and I have not had a very, you know, musicy last few days. So, um, so cool. we're going to talk about your musicy last few days. What have you been up to? Yeah.
0: So, um, this past weekend was uh, we had had a we had a rehearsal um, for the '90s thing, and then on Saturday we did uh, the one day event where we did both bands back to back. So it was uh, two ninety minute sets, which is a fair amount especially when you're supposed to be supposedly not the same group. Um, But the 90s thing went first. And um, for all intents and purposes, it went. We started and we played music and then we stopped. And then that band had played the gig. That's good. Um, You know, and, and we, I did end up hiring somebody to shoot video for it. And I've got between it and another 90s thing that we did a few months back, I've got, roughly 30 minutes of footage that I need to cut down to like 90 seconds of promo. And then um, this weekend, we'll be meeting up and I'll be getting the raw audio from the board that may prove to be a bit more of a challenge. Um, Just because, you know, a lot of these things you don't really have worked out and it takes time to work them out. So uh, there were definitely a lot of um, great moments and big wins. And then there were some opportunities. So
1: yeah, good. Well put. Yep. We'll
0: and you know, I mean, for us it was kind of a matter of just pulling ripping the band-aid off. So that that is officially viable, and once we have the media for it, um it can be pitched uh just like anything else. Um I think the the only thing that really kind of made that contrast more apparent was playing the eighties gig right after it. Mm. So taking something that you've never really done before, save like, you know, a a one off here and there, and um playing 90 minutes and then going and doing a show that has been polished and perfected and right. worked on right. for almost five years now at this point, uh, it became very glaring, <laughs> uh, the growth potential, the growth potential of this new endeavor. There you go. Cause I'm looking at this in a positive way.
1: The growth mindset.
0: Yep. Abundance y'all. Abundance. And then the best part slash worst part. And I know he's listening because he does listen. Um, We've talked about our sound guy being very uh gluten sensitive. Yeah, yes. Um and in getting our meal he we didn't check or he didn't ask and um he got sick again. So that's been kind of a bummer. Um we as an organization have been talking about, you know, what we need to do to better accommodate him and you know, we're just trying to figure out what that looks like and how to navigate that. Yeah. Um, our next event is this coming Saturday, uh, another high school reunion, uh, we've got a sub on bass, but, uh, and a sub, uh, sound guy, but both of them have done work with us before. So it shouldn't be that big of a deal.
1: Cool. So did people catch on about you being the same people in both bands? So, <laughs> so
0: about seven songs into the first set, uh, you know, we're doing a tuning break and I go in and I go, we're members only. um, and everybody laughed in the band because they they just knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wait, no, we're not." <laughs> um, and I quickly cor- corrected myself, and and then you know I made like right after we played the first song and the second, so I was like, "Man, I've just got the craziest sense of déjà vu." Um, so <laughs> I, we weren't being coy about it, That's let's good. say, yeah. but we did. There was a, there was a, a costume change. It, sure. um, so that part, you know, was kind of. Humorous, I suppose. Um, the other thing about that gig that was great was I took that new mini board out on its first official run. Yeah. And it was perfect. Nice. Loved it. Good. I walked in. I actually brought the Helix as a backup, which felt comical walking in with the small thing and then carrying, you know, a 60-pound road case behind it as in case the small thing broke.
1: Well, um, you got to do that in the first few shows. You can't. Yeah. You don't know.
0: But it, it wasn't. It was flawless. It sounded great. Um, I found one of those Michael Britt presets that I think really works with my Paul Reed Smith. And that new wireless unit is rock solid. And uh, just, it was great. Cool. Played a lot of guitar and it, that guitar sounded good. Love it. So I'm happy. Awesome. Happy camper.
1: So. Awesome. Well, we are, um we're coming up into a show at Pig Pounder. First one in our last one was at the beginning of last month. We're there monthly, but yes. not, not, not necessarily every four weeks. So it's been coming up on two months since our last time there. We got some new material for them, and um, it's been a good time.
0: Well, it's important to you know if you're if you start doing uh, standing gigs at a, a particular venue, uh, you do need to think about how, uh, what you're going to bring the totally. next time you're there. Totally can't um, do
1: that. We play the same show there probably our first three times and then felt bad. So we've been working hard to mix it up and get some new stuff yep. in and, and pull back some old stuff. We had not touched in a while and um, you got to do that.
0: Absolutely. We're um, we're about to kind of hit, I think we're about to hit that uh, season as well. Um, adding some new stuff. Um, also considering we're trying to do more generic, you know, just event band stuff. We'll be pulling in, you know, 70s tunes and some of these new nineties tunes and just kind of, you know, sure m- being well-rounded, I guess they would say. Yeah. So yeah, um, there's really not a whole lot else to say. I guess we could. You,
1: you know, know what? I have one other thing. I have one other thing. Maybe okay. that maybe may a um, um, small topic.
0: Okay, I a mini know. topic. We'll if see. You will. A meatball. Yes.
1: The meat. Since of that's
0: this. apparently a term we're using. Yeah, now.
1: no, we've now adopted that. I, I, I yeah, we no, it's,
0: a, a, the, the royal we. I am hereby adopting it at you. Yes, you and the mouse in your pocket have decided.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, So I've been doing solo acoustic dates and this live music trivia thing that I've been doing Mm -hmm. at a certain brew pub in town here. And I played my last acoustic date there that I had scheduled a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe. And the bartender who booked those wasn't around uh, that night. And so I didn't rebook then. And I reached out to her on Facebook a couple days ago and said, hey, I'd love to get another date on. And she said, well, actually the owner has called it for live music at this venue. Oh man. It's not, it's not paying its own way. And, yep. um, you know, we're not doing, we're not, not, not been told not to book anymore. So that's a bummer. And then I said, well, I get that. I mean, you know, said you know, look around the room there and that's probably obvious that that was the outcome. It doesn't really yep. surprise me. Um, yeah. and what about the trivia? Do we, do you feel the same way about the trivia? And she said, no, you probably need to reach out to him. So I did. And he said, yeah, it's just not paying for itself. And, my response was, you know, if it's if it's not paying its way, you should cancel it. Yeah, that's the simple fact of that. Because you know, he's not in this to be a patron of the arts. He likes having nope. music, but it's not sure. that's not the thing. Um, so uh, I left it. You know, like if if I can ever provide anything for you, my, you know, solo or trivia or band or anything, you know, I'm I'm totally open. I love the place, and so I've had a lot yeah. of great time playing there. And um, and I think. I think I'm walking away from that. I'm not walking away from that relationship. I'm walking away from that steady thing there. Sure. Um, Feeling pretty good about my – there have been a couple of times where in our interactions I leaned into professionalism. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, when he would like – Are you coming uh, up with a a – a generous way of putting something. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, you know, he was trying to be, um, diplomatic sometimes in how he would talk to me about things not working on the business end of it. And yeah,
0: I remember, I, I'm, I think you've referenced that in past yeah, episodes. Yeah.
1: And like, you know, I just, I just, a couple of times been like, look, I get the business part of this. There's no, you don't have to be like, if it's not paying for, you know, we can experiment, but if in the end of the day, it's not at least covering costs. I mean, you know, you want to be a place that has live music, but you can't lose money at that. I mean, it's kind of where he, he's been at. yeah. And, um, and and if that's not working, then we shouldn't do it. And that is where it ended up. So um, on one hand, it's a bummer to lose that gig. But there are plenty of other places that want the trivia that have said to me, you know, if that place falls apart, let, let us know. And I've had yeah. some conversations uh, after that. It, it will find a home. Um, but um, But it's a bummer. You know, places fold. It happens. Yeah. It's a bummer.
0: Yeah. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I had posted something. There was some kind of inkling about a market crash or something. And I, I, what I had basically said was you need to think about what, what it is you actually provide as a service. You know, in, in your case, you provided a particular service, but there were extenuating circumstances that didn't give you the opportunity to add the value that you potentially could have. Yep. I guess a bit of a roundabout way of saying that. Um, But yeah, I mean, at some point you do have to cut and run when it's not working. Yep. And you, I mean, how many days did you, did you play there?
1: Oh God, 15, 20.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that objectively sounds like they gave it a fair shake before they made the decision. For sure. And
1: and, and they weren't all losers. So, you know, we probably broke even half the time there and a couple of nights made bank. And then, you know, the rest, not so much. So yeah. They did give it a good, solid run.
0: But, I mean, it's something that we in this market need to be prepared for. Um, You do have to diversify your income because uh, these kinds of things happen all the time. Oh, totally. Um,
1: Totally. You know, know, we have this um, standing monthly at Pig Pounder. And, um, boy, it'd be just so great to renew that for all the next year. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that'll happen. I'm going to go have that conversation pretty soon here. But maybe not. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's it's just you know we are we are a luxury item we yeah, are a um, yeah yeah I'm trying to think of a high end something we're a, we're the Gucci backpack of entertainment or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> my hat's from Gucci I got Wrangler on my booty uh,
0: we this this. This episode is going really well. This is, we're, I to, we're I just off wanted, to a good start. I just right? wanted I wanted to say that. I want to make we sure everybody are. knew that I really think that this episode is doing doing
1: great. It might be the bumper music. We may need to go
0: yeah. back to the old. Speaking no. of, you know what I think it is? What is it? You've been talking about Pig Pounder, and it's episode
1: 69, bro. It is, it is episode 69. I can't wait till 420, bro. I thought that we got all of our giggling about that out before we pushed the record button, but nope. apparently not.
0: No. Nope. <sighs> And I'll do. We'll do it again at the end when I say what the episode number is again. Yeah. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, so your deal, I think, is a great um, yeah. moment to kind of transition into um, something that happened to me this week that I think uh, we need to talk about. Great, um, yeah. and it all revolves around relationships and relationship management. Yes. Um, so in your case, you know, you had already kind of built up some rapport with this guy and had been, you know, spoken, frankly, about business things. And, you know, you, ha- you guys had come to an understanding. Um, and in such, you were able to communicate with him after the fact, knowing that, you know, while your services may no longer be needed there, that uh, you were still professional and open uh, to future opportunities down the road. Yep. And hopefully he was receptive to that. And um, we'll take those things into consideration. Um, that's one thing that, you know, as much as I love to see like drama unfold on Facebook where some venue did this to some band and that band decides it is in their best interest to, um, air their dirty laundry. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's spicy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's sugar-free candy for, you know, my entertainment. Doesn't have any particular value, but it's you know it's tasty. Um, but we all know that you know you can only do that so many times before you have basically painted yourself in a corner and become some kind of pariah in your market. So well, um,
1: I think it doesn't take as much as you think either. I think I think we have. Um, I mean, one of the things is people. People are watching. People actually are watching. People yeah. are aware of you know, who is a positive voice in the market and who's always complaining. For sure. um, You know, that factors in. That's part of the, you know, if that's going to be, if that's going to be part of your brand (laughs) that you give yourself room to complain about people in your market, then, you know, that's going to have a consequence.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's a time and place for certain things and we can, we can deal with that, you know, later on in the conversation. Sure. But um, I just wanted to kind of broach that subject because I I had something happen to us this week that I, I you know feel like is a definite <laughs> a definite uh you know bork on my part that you know would be beneficial <laughs> to the people who are listening yeah so I will gladly fall on the sword um for the sake of education and transparency this is how
1: much we love you folks
0: yeah so um back in August. Um you know we had been doing events um at a place called Venkman's, um pretty regularly like basically since they opened. Um we had built up a really good rapport with them and um actually the parent agency of them um was the the group that booked the event we're doing this coming Saturday. Um and we had a date confirmed and in tandem with us having that conversation there was a private inquiry that came through. Um And it was kind of one of those things where I was doing one thing and our admin was doing something else and we were doing it without really communicating with each other and not doing our due diligence. Um, and to make a long story short, uh, we signed a contract and put a deposit on a date that we had already confirmed with that venue. Um, that all had in, in that process, it never got added to the calendar, Mm. um, we hadn't set invites out. Like we didn't have players reserved for it. It was just, it literally just both kind of fell through the cracks. Yeah. And, um, they reached out to me this week about promo materials and, um, my admin who was on vacation <laughs> texted me and was like, Hey, so we've got a problem <laughs> and, um, looked at the information and, um, I had already sent like the band helper invite. So people were confused about who was playing what and where it was, and um it became very apparent that we had already accepted a deposit and that there was no there we were just we were stuck. So what that meant is is I had to go back to the venue and say I'm terribly sorry um but we had signed a contract and received a deposit on a date and we are not available for that date. And they rightfully so responded and said, you know, hey that's that puts us in a in a in a rough position. Yeah. Um, cause they are six weeks out from an event. I mean, a little more than that, but they, you know, they like to have that stuff short up. I mean, it had been confirmed. It had been, we had talked about the date a little over a month ago. So, um, you know, from our end, I, I knew that I had to let them down and that's a terrible feeling. And it was a total, you know, screw up on, on multiple people's parts that it happened. So, um, I responded back to him and I was like, you know, I, I'm so sorry that this happened. Um, you know, we have really wanted to partner with you guys and we have, you know, done work with you for three years. And I hope that you would see based on our history, that this is not how we conduct business and that this is kind of an aberration um, and not, you know, business as usual with us. And I understand if you don't have any dates available for us and you know we can talk about this a little further down the line you know once again I'm so sorry but you know this is we unfortunately have already you know there's money in in our pockets and we can't really do anything about it um so I sent that email off and you know yep <laughs> beat myself up on the inside for the rest of the day right <clears throat> and i haven't heard back but you know a couple of things. We were fortunate that it was, you know, roughly two months out from the event and that, you know, they, they would have an opportunity to fill the date. You know, it's not like it's this coming Saturday and, you know, we had done this, but, um, it just, it's never, it's never good. No, it's, you know, you, your priority, um, as a business owner is to be consistent and to be, um, professional and to have all your ducks in a row. And so when, that doesn't happen. It's embarrassing, and it it doesn't reflect well on your business. Um, but I was, you know, my only saving grace, and, and the thing that I, I I asked grace for in the moment was the fact that you know we have proven ourselves to be professional, and be a good product, and provide value for them. And that hopefully that in a moment like this, that they would be, you know, willing to forgive us and give us, you know, another opportunity in the future.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's all you can can ask for, right? There's, it's just, it's a, it's, there's, there's no great way out of the situation, right? Like you just, (laughs) you're, you know, yeah, 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 that's terrible.
0: A mistake had been made and, and, and ultimately, it You know, if you are in charge of something, the buck stops with you. And I realized that, you know, there were multiple failure points in the process, but at the end of the day, I'm the one they're talking to and I'm the one who, you know, runs the project. So it it is it is ultimately my fault. And I had no other option um, or no other good option or reasonable option but to take responsibility. Yeah, and, no, that's what you do. You know, that's ask what you for do. Forgiveness. Well... You would think so, but it it's harder to do for some people than you know it may seem in in life <laughs> uh in my relationships uh I'm not always great at that, but in that moment, I knew that that was the way to go so sure. yeah i am i I'm taking my licks now, and you know as much as it it sucks i'm I'm optimistic that you know we'll be able to mend that relationship and um have some more opportunities down
1: the road with those guys. Yeah. You know, part of the, maybe the most important thing about being a person of integrity is cleaning up your mess when you, mm-hmm. when your integrity slips, you know, yep. and owning it and uh, dealing with the impact of it on everyone involved and making, you know, uh, just whatever it is you have to say to be heard as reliable again. You yes. Know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's the move there. And, you know, uh, hopefully you'll have an opportunity to hear back from them and, you know, we're going to go, you know, in there and have a conversation.
0: Yeah. That in itself is, you know, it's kind of like your, your deal. I know who I need to talk to. It's just whether or not <laughs> they're there when it's all going down. Right. But yeah, I mean, and, and I will more than likely try to do something to bridge the gap um, in the near future. I'm I'm going to let them handle their business and, you know, not be a distraction, but um, try to find some conciliatory way to,
1: you know, bridge the gap. Make them a deal on the next one or something.
0: Well, I, it's not even that. I, I think the one thing that we do have – the other thing that we have going for us is that we've been a proven product. Like we we we, mm. make, good, we make good money there and we make them money. So it's, it's not just that. It's more – I want to make sure because it's not just me and a venue. It's me and a person – um, and it's a person that I've built a rapport with. And so there's, there's a personal component there that I need to make sure is good. And also from a business standpoint, you know, we have relationships with them on multiple levels. So, you know, it's, it may be worth going the extra mile to make it right.
1: You know, I think that's a really important thing you just said, because, um, we talk about venues like the are we're, we're, like we're negotiating with a building or something, right?
0: Yeah. But it's always, well, and it, it can feel that way sometimes because, you know, you oh. got, Yeah. Overhead and people churn and that kind of thing. Sure. And I'm
1: emailing bookings at, right? Yeah. Um, Not
0: Steve at. Yeah.
1: But, but the point is there, there's always a person. It's always a person over there, you know, even when it's a new person, it's a person. And, Mm -hmm. um, so what works with people is to be a person with them. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which includes, basically includes cleaning up our messes when we screw up. I, you know, I, I just think, I just think you, um, you know, how you handled that as a lesson, I think, because there's, there's, yeah. um, uh, you know, and not just in booking management, but kind of, kind of life. Cause, yeah. um, the, the more you can let people t- like recognize themselves in your humanity and let them in on your fallibility, uh, you know, just, it just that all trends toward a relationship of trust. And so, yeah, look forward to hearing how that, how that shakes out.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lay low for a little bit. Like I said, kind of let let the cards fall and let them handle their business, and sure. then you know reach out a little bit further down the road. Sure. Um, it we, is. We a have a
1: g- moment, you though. You wish that you had franchised, so you had like another sure. lineup of yeah. members only you could send in there. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's the the '90s imprint is kind of step one in that process, right? Um. And at some point, you know, we won't have the option. But in this particular case and in this particular time frame, there wasn't really a, sure. a way to do that. Sure. The hardest thing I'm, I've tried to find is somebody who can fill my spot. <laughs> right. I, you know, that's not me tooting my own horn. I just happen to have a very specific skill set. Yeah. Um, Which can be hard to fill. And I also, you know, I probably need to just get over the fact that it doesn't require me to do that job though. And even if it's not the same, it's still.
1: Sure. Sure. You are someone with a specific set of skills.
0: Yeah. I wish I could, I don't have a Scottish accent. I can't really pull that off. It's this is, this episode has been very reference heavy.
1: I will find you and I will sing you.
0: Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Bad execution. You know, um, you kind of came in strong. I went Sean Connery
1: on it. I think
0: yeah Uh, that's not it's more it's more gravelly no none of the people listening care about this conversation
1: (laughs) i don't know i want them to they probably
0: don't i it's you know it is what it is
1: it takes a lot of work to get people to a gig when they do show up make sure they can see you Put your band in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ Entertainment Lighting that is affordable, reliable, easy to use, and easy to set up and tear down. But most of all, Chauvet DJ is the brand of entertainment lighting that creates better audience experiences at your gigs by adding dynamic visual looks and moods to perfectly suit the music you're playing. Imagine dramatic color changes, dynamic strobes and chases, and even blackouts at the end of songs. All possible with just a step on a foot pedal or the touch of a button on a mobile device using Chauvet DJ's Bluetooth or DMX technology. Being in a cover band is a performing art that uses audio and visual production. So, don't rock in the dark. Set your band apart from the competition with professional lighting you can load right in your car along with all your other gear. Small effort, big results. Don't just rock, rock in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ. DJ. Learn more at www.chauvetdj.com. That's C H A U V E T D J.com.
0: So, I, uh, you know, go. So, let's circle back. Um, now, initially, I kind of broached this thing about relationship management um, and saying that, you know, some people like to air their dirty laundry. And um, that while spicy is not always the best move, I don't want to, I don't want you to confuse that with, um, knowing your value and standing up for yourself when you feel like it's necessary. And there are going to be times, uh, occasions and opportunities where it is in your best interest to, um, to end relationships with people or venues or organizations or what have you. Sure. Um, based on, you know, a mutual level of respect and just general, decency so would you
1: say that social media is ever the place to do that though
0: um it depends on the um it's kind of complicated but i would say it depends on the severity of the situation like and 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 we've been pretty we've been pretty solid about this i feel like we we had a we did a show at a place uh, and i talked about it at that point where You know, we were playing, and there was a bunch of technical issues, and then like they wouldn't, they couldn't pay us because the bar manager got in a fist fight with a patron. Oh no! I feel like I would have been in our right to be like, "This place is a garbage fire. Do not play here," just out of respect for my other like people in our, you know, in our circles. But instead, I opted not to do that, and I I do flame that place um in confidence with other players who were talking about that venue.
1: See, now that's different. I think I think a back channel inside the inside the industry is mm-hmm. a whole different thing from like posting on your Facebook page how some venue did you wrong. I, I just Oh.
0: So here's for me if the owner of a venue like punched me in the face, like physically assaulted me, like a crime was committed, that might be a time to do that. Because you don't need to have a back channel to be like, hey, this guy will punch you in the face if you play there. <laughs> well I would
1: think the word would get around, uh kind of on its own. I don't sure. know. I don't know. I, I think even then I think even then in terms of the brand speaking, I think I'd still take the high road. I think I still wouldn't make some big thing online about it. Now, anyone who asked me where to get the shiner, they would know. Yeah. <laughs> Out of my own mouth. But I don't I don't think I don't I can't imagine Um, and maybe it's just, you know, my, my, the, the, the brand that I am both personally and, and as the Clanky Lincolns is so low drama, you know, it's like, I can't quite imagine.
0: Well, I mean, I can't quite imagine being in a situation where somebody feels the only like option is to punch me in the face. Um, I've managed to make it this far in my life. Never. Me too. Getting in that situation. So, so it's all purely hypothetical. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like I said, I mean we we dealt with something that I felt was pretty, you know, bad and kept our you know yeah. kept our cool about it at yeah. least in public. And I mean when they they did write us back at the end of the after the gig and were like, so what did you think? And I I quite plainly told them what I thought, hmm. um, and that we were not interested in um, in playing there anymore. Um, so i i still think there's there are times to stand up for yourself and to have standards and to um not honor uh relationships when uh those things are not considered but it's yeah no you can you can do you can even ending relationships can be done professionally and without you know causing too much drama drama is typically bad typically. it only feels it only is, it's only well i mean it's like it is people say like you know gossip and drama is spicy but that is kind of what it's like it you know you get this the sensation uh going down but then it, it it usually just ends bad
1: and it burns later yeah um the, unless unless drama is your brand
0: i I mean I guess so but no, listen like,
1: think about this there is a certain very very popular female pop artist um, whose kind of whole thing is about writing songs about ex-boyfriends
0: well, and just a general level of drama. And and, and it's not like th- it's just that that is entertainment. Right. And it's at entertainment at a certain level of distribution. Yep. Um, you're not at the, the nobody's
1: at that level. Here. No, no, if you're like, listen, no, no, you're not. And 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 frankly, actually, nobody nobody I, I cares. Like, yeah, I like this. Really spi- I like the analogy of like it's a spicy it's a spicy something. Meatball. God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But nobody cares. Nobody cares that you had a bad night over there. You know, we've had bad nights. We didn't post about them. Don't my advice. Just start a group text and do it there. But don't.
0: I I wouldn't even go that far because, I mean, I have gotten I've gotten things that people have said to other people in confidence um, back around to me.
1: True. Yeah, true.
0: So I've been I've been the subject of spiciness, and I've definitely dealt some spice in my time. Um, none of it feels good, even in the moment. Like you're like, man, I get to say this snarky thing, but then you're like, eh, don't. That really doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah,
1: I kind of feel gross.
0: Yeah, kind of feel like I need an emodium.
1: Like vindicated, righteous, but gross.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's self, yeah, self-righteous, which is the grossest. The
1: grossest. The
0: grossest.
1: Yeah, so don't be gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't be gross. But if you, yeah, don't be gross. If you make a mess, you clean it up.
1: But don't make messes. If, if a mess gets made on you, don't be a drama queen about it. There you go. Or king. Yes. Or gender inclusive here.
0: Uh, A drama noble.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Your Majesty of Drama. Uh, yes. <clears throat> anyway, the episode's well, I, going I, good. It's our interstitials. It's, that's not. Yeah, we're yeah, off, think, off our game. Tonight. I don't know.
0: I think that's the, well. You've been gone. I've been um, solely in charge of two children while um, my wife was doing business uh, out of the country so your or fried. out of the territory. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'm. I'm holding on to what I can do. Yeah. I, I cooked them a. I cooked them a nutritious dinner on night four. So, you know, I've, I've been holding it down. i been some, doing
1: okay. Some dadding right there.
0: Hardcore. Hardcore daddin'. Um, So uh, we did have somebody in the group reach out and say, hey, do you guys ever do live episodes with Q&A? And the answer is no, um, because we don't typically have that kind of volume who are um, available when we record. However, if you do have a question um, and you want us to discuss it, you can email us directly, coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. You can ask in the group, um, and you can just put, um, at the top in like brackets, like show topic or something of that, or Q and a, um, that would give us the ability to, uh, one, let the, um, let the group kind of put their two cents in and then we can kind of formulate what we think is an official kind of, uh, response. And, and you can hear that yourself. Um, many people have found themselves the subject of our conversations, uh, without really considering it. So, um, <laughs> Please do send those questions. It definitely gives us interesting things to talk about while we uh, come up with pop culture references from 20 years ago.
1: Or if you have feedback on this episode, make sure that your subject line says number 69.
0: <laughs> so, so cool. I know. This is, this was, you know, 50 was one I was looking forward to. This was the next one. And then a hundreds, the, the next one after that.
1: We'll probably this, note 75. It's three quarters of the way there.
0: I mean I guess, but it it just doesn't quite have the same ring as the other ones.
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: So and this one is uh relatively short and uh protein packed, I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a meatloaf. Fantastic.
0: We're again with the meat. Meatloaf. Anywho, uh thank you guys again for your continued support. Uh, if you have not left us a review on your, uh, podcast platform of choice, that would be super helpful. Um, tell your friends, tell your bandmates, uh, share episodes, uh, with people who you think might think it's interesting. Uh, you know, go out there, spread the good word. We, uh, we, we love talking to you guys and interacting and helping you go further faster. So thank you again. Uh, and from by, Atlanta, the way, Georgia- by the way,
1: oh. you help us go further faster.
0: It's true. You know, I've said so many times to do things and then you find out I don't do them. And then you get to learn <laughs> yeah. from that too.
1: Yeah, Well, that, and like, there's this, there's this, uh, uh, really great sort of pressure on us to not, you know, uh, uh, sit back or, you know, I, I got to perform because I got to talk about it once a week. Yep. It's totally. Pretty, pretty great. Actually.
0: hundred percent. So fantastic points all around. Anywho, from Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. From
1: Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray.
0: You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 69. Have a good week.